good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day, good night, whatever time of day you're listening to. From the crypt here in Phoenix, I'm Jimmy Bones, and you're listening to Bones on Sports. As always, kryptonites like that. From the crypt, you're a kryptonite. Happy PBR day to you. This week, it's America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. Red, white, and blue, pap blue ribbon can equals freedom. So, we'll go through the usual script today. Talk a little Coyotes hockey. Talk a little Diamondbacks baseball. Uh, I've got some listener email. And yeah, so let's get right into it. So, Cowdies have made a couple moves. Uh, we talked last time about the trade. Um, gave away Max Domi. Uh, we signed a guy, Michael uh, Grabner. Um, you know, at first I thought I got mixed feelings about it. I, I kind of wanted a bigger name, but I knew they weren't going to open up the pocketbook and go after Tavares or or uh, um, Ben Reemsdyke. But I mean, all right. So you got Grabner. Uh, he was in New Jersey last year. Uh, not a, you know, the more I look at it, the more I kind of like the signing. Right. What I think. What I think they're trying to do is mimic what Vegas did, and if you remember. I don't know, three, four, or five episodes ago, I said Vegas basically built a team of four lines with a bunch of second liners. And that's kind of what I feel the Coyotes are doing now. So if we look at the, if we look at what they've done, uh, number one, they signed OEL to a long-term contract. I like, I like that. Um, they also locked up uh, Nicholas Hart. Halmerson for a two-year extension. So he signed OEL to an eight-year contract. I uh, got Grabner for a three-year deal. Um, Halmerson to a two-year extension. Uh, you know, even even if you look back a little bit further, they well they signed Canouten to a two-year contract. Um, they got uh, defenseman Robbie Russo from Detroit for a uh, seventh-round pick in the nineteen draft. Um, 
Dolchinuk for Domi. Um, what else have they done? Uh, they traded Martinuk for for Kruger. That's that's all right. So, so really, it, it, it feels like they're trying to just get a good team, and, and I hope so. Um, you know, Grabner's got some speed. Uh, he's got the ability to score some goals. Uh, that seems to fit within Tackett's system. So it, it, they appear to be moving in the right direction. Uh, what's, what's Jimmy Bones' big concern? A stadium deal. So, um, so yeah, get that done. Go over to the reservation and build a stadium. And all right, all is all is well in the world. So, so other than that, uh, I think that you know Tavares went to Toronto. We know that. I mean, so you can pretty much pencil Toronto into the Stanley Cup Finals next year, provided they stay healthy. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, Neil Neil got picked up by I think the Flyers. Uh, so Vegas lost somebody. So other than that. You know, Van Riemsdyk went to Philadelphia. So other than those two deals, uh, there hasn't really been a, a huge, a huge shakeup uh, in the in the NHL. Um, so, you know, I'm getting excited for the season. I can't wait. I think we're something like 80 days away from the season starting uh, right in that area. So, but in the meantime, you know, we do have a baseball season to finish. Uh, and... And so let's let's turn the page and, and, and talk a little bit Diamondbacks baseball here. So, oh man! So the end of June looked really promising. You now I was I was really excited. Uh, we had a a four game sweep of the Pirates. <clears throat> Took three out of four against the Marlins. Giants came to town. Figure we're on a hot streak. Uh, we can put a little space between us and the rest of the division. And we got swept by the Giants. So. Yeah, that's the bad news, right? Good news is we've got three against the Cardinals, uh, four against the Padres. Uh, all those are at home. Uh, and then we, we take off for a little week-long road trip, and then you can rest up for the All-Star break. But in the meantime, what damage was done is that now uh, L.A. and the Giants are right on our heels. Um, they're both right about two and a half games out. Um Two and a half games behind us, we're still in first place, uh, and we're still looking good though. Um, you know, the Cardinals, like I said, those guys are coming to town, but I mean, they're they're two games above five hundred. They're five and a half out, so they're still they're they still got some fight in them. I think it's going to be a good series. Uh, but what I do, what I do, what I do like, what uh, what I'm am uh, excited for is the fact that uh, Pollock and um, uh, Steven Suisa are coming back soon here. So they both began a rehab assignment uh, in Reno Friday night. Um, let's take a look at what happened here. Um, yeah, let's just go to the box score. Yeah, Pollock went 0 for 4. Uh, uh, Souza went 2 for 4. Um, so they didn't look too bad. Didn't look too bad. I believe that. Robbie Ray is coming back pretty soon as well. If we look, oh, let's look it up and see where he is. That Catel Marte should be coming back pretty soon. Um, you know, Clay Buckholtz did go on the 10-day DL. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what that's like. 
Um, something I'm personally really bummed out about uh, was Alex Avila being placed on the 10-day DL. Um, I'm not bummed because he's on the 10-day. I'm bummed because it's not the 60-day DL. But <clears throat> be that as it may, uh, Shelby Miller had a, uh, you know, <laughs> Shelby Miller belongs in the bullpen. Um, you know, there was a little, there's a tweet. Somebody said, hey, I forgot I replied to the tweet. I forget who said it. But someone said, hey, it's a professional player. It shouldn't be booed, yada, yada. Man, hell no. Boo the guy. All right. The fans need to show the Diamondbacks organization when not happy with a product or not happy with a player and not happy with seeing what they, you know, they, they can do better. And we did this at Vila, and I say do the same thing to Miller. I miss Ender and Enciarte uh, is what I'm going to say to that. Uh, so other than that, I mean, they're starting to get a little bit healthy. Um like I said, Pollock and Caesar are set to be back, I would say, sometime in July. Um, uh, Vila can stand the DL for all I care. Uh, getting Buckles back would be nice, uh, but I don't think it's it's a, a necessity at this point. Um, so curious to see if they do anything in the um, – hey, I'm so curious to see if they do anything before the trade deadline. Um, Manny Machado's talks have come in here. Uh Again, if that's what they need, I mean, it helped out getting J.D. Martinez last year. Uh, didn't have to give up too much, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, on a on a a nice Diamondback note, or, or I don't know, feel-good story or whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to call it, um, Archie the Beard Bradley, uh, kind of a cool story. Um, lost his dog, went to Twitter, said, hey, if anybody can help find Crash, uh, there's a, a cool little there's a cool little interview that they had with him after, and you know being a being a, a fan of dogs and a, and a uh, have some myself had them most of my adult life even growing up a little bit, um, you, you know lost dogs are like lost kids sometimes. So it was, it was it was pretty cool to hear a professional athlete you know talk about how much he missed his dog and how much fun they have. I'm gonna call my friends out from back home. I had some friends in town and they went to golf and we got home from the game. And they're like, hey, you're going to bring Crash in. And I was like, excuse me? And they're like, you didn't bring Crash to the field with you? And I was like, why would I bring my dog to the field with me? And they're like, oh, well, uh, yeah, he's not here. I'm like, what? So then, obviously, the panic set in like anyone else and uh, started tweeting, calling, trying to figure things out. And like I said, within, you know, really the next morning, uh, this morning around 10, I finally contacted the person that found him and was able to get him back to my house. So it was uh, a stressful night, but uh, the morning turned good. And uh yeah, he's back home now. I did not sleep very well. Uh, you know, not married, no kids yet. That's that's like my boy. You know, that's my best friend. We sleep together every night. And to, you know, imagine him being out on the street somewhere or worst case scenario, you know, maybe ran over or something like that. It was uh, not the greatest thoughts. But like I said, at the end of the day, people of Arizona came together, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm going to spoil the mess out of them. You know, normally you get on to them for getting out. But, I mean, I'm going to go by. I don't know what I'm going to buy him, but tomorrow we're going to have a spa day. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty neat. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, you know, good for the good for the citizens of I think Scottsdale is where he lives uh, for helping find that, helping find the dog. So, so that's what. Let's see. So we talked a little Coyotes hockey. We talked a little Diamondback baseball. Um, yeah, I guess there's a a uh, listener listener email I got, uh, which was which was pretty funny. Um, uh, who did that come from? It was a, it was a Rob in Chandler sent an article to me about, let me pull it up here, the Philly Fanatic uh, 
injured a Phillies fan with a flying hot dog. We're going to begin here at 4.30 with a strange story involving the fanatic, a hot dog, and a head injury. On Monday, the green mascot shot a free meal high into the stands with his iconic cannon, hitting a Montgomery County woman square in the face. And here's a sentence I never thought I'd say, but if you thought a bun and a sausage couldn't really hurt anyone, frankly, think again. Action News' Sarah Bloomquist live in Plymouth meeting this afternoon to explain just what caused all this damage. Serious injuries here, Sarah. Yeah, Brian, and trust me, this is not what Kathy McVeigh wanted to be known for. Monday night at the Phillies game, she got hit right between the eyes by a hot dog fired from the Fanatics hot dog cannon. The injury's bad enough she got sent to the emergency room. Now she has a message for other Phillies fans. So, uh, it's, it's not funny she got hurt, but the way she got hurt and the fact that she said, Oh my gosh, I never thought a hot dog could hurt. Kathy McVeigh did get hurt, and by a hot dog. It just came out of nowhere. It was like... And hard. And hard, yeah. It it came out of nowhere and hard. Um, Man, this is kind of a funny story. And, you know, right now she says she hasn't planned legal action. Uh, (laughs) You know, I emailed Rob back and said, not yet. He wrote back and said, no, that's coming later. Uh, which got me thinking about just you know, look, man, you got hit, you got hit in the face with a hot dog. Um, yeah, you got a little bloodied and bruised. You know, there's no permanent damage. Um, you know, it's not like that poor guy in uh, where was it, Texas? Ah, oh, man, was that six, seven years ago? Um, went to catch a, a foul ball or caught a ball that someone tossed him in between innings, uh, fell, broke his neck, and passed away. You know, I mean, that that's 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 a different situation. Um, than getting hit in the face uh, with a hot dog out of nowhere that was hard. So, yeah, I think I think our society is a little too litigious, and and yeah. man, don't be so quick to sue and try and make a quick buck, right? I mean, look, you're you're sitting there, it's in between innings. The Philly Fanatics is throwing hot dogs around. Um, you know, chances are she's probably on her phone or something, or wasn't paying attention. Uh, like you kind of you, you got to be aware, right? You're at a baseball game. You know, shit flies into the stands. Whether it's a baseball, a bat, a player, a hot dog, a T-shirt, or whatever the case may be, you know, you you know, there's no such thing as is 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 a risk-free, uh, risk-free event. Everything you go to is going to have risks to it. Um, if something happens, don't be so quick to sue. So hopefully she doesn't sue. She stands by her word. Um, but I'm just afraid that she's gonna and. I don't know how maybe they'll settle for free hot dogs for life. So I guess the controversial take right there is, is don't be an asshole and sue too fast. Um, got another listener email uh, clarification. I guess it's a clarification to a follow up question. I had a couple of weeks ago uh, when, when Lindsay from Phoenix emailed me about the Diamondbacks chances of going to the playoffs and the, the response was, I'm a girl. Thank you. You can find me at the Lins Bay. I think that's an Instagram thing. Um, at T-H-E-L-I-N-D-S-B-A-E. Uh, I, I went over to the page. It's a bunch of pictures. Um, camping and like outdoor stuff. So I guess it's kind of neat. It's pretty artistic. Um, 
I'm not a huge artistic person. Uh, you've listened to the podcast. I can barely speak English for crying out loud, let alone do something artistic. So, so we've covered about everything. Uh, the only thing else going on is rec league playoffs are about to start down at Arcadia ice arena. Uh, not sure how the ice dragons team I'm on is going to do a uh, role. Guess we'll find out. Um, uh, you know, the, there's, a uh, an old joke that, that a snail walks into a bar. Owner comes up to him and says, Hey man, real sir snails here. Takes him, tosses him across the street. Four years later, same snail walks into the same bar, goes up to the same owner and says, Hey man, why'd you do that? So, so I'm going to finish my PBR. I'm going to watch some fireworks. Celebrate America's birthday. Uh, <clears throat> Go America, 1738. I'm out.